Hello, everyone. Welcome to the February edition of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. Over the next month, I'm going to take a deep dive into the role of human resources in fully operationalizing a best practices compliance program. Each day, I will pick up one topic with three key takeaways which you can utilize to improve, enhance, or upgrade your compliance program. This series of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. Human Resources Gap Analysis for Compliance Issues Hopefully now you have a greater understanding that many of the traditional functions of HR can be seen as compliance internal controls. At every touch point in the life cycle of the employment relationship, there is an HR touch point. Fulfilling those touch points can be controls for compliance. If you think of multiple HR functions as compliance internal controls, one of the questions become, how can you determine if HR is meeting the standards of a best practices compliance program? One place to start is with a gap analysis to determine what HR has in place that can facilitate your company's compliance program. From the HR and compliance perspective, there are four steps to undertaking a gap analysis. Number one, understanding the compliance and HR environment in your organization. Number two, taking a holistic approach to understanding the compliance and HR environment. Number three, determining a framework for analysis. And number four, compiling supportive data to test the program. Yet before beginning this exercise, it is incumbent to understand that the first element of an effective compliance program under the U.S. Sentencing Guidelines is to have established policies and procedures to protect and detect noncompliance with regulations. While the U.S. Sentencing Guidelines specifically target criminal conduct, companies would be wise not to limit their risk assessment or gap analysis to criminal conduct only. Most, if not all, of companies possess several corporate policies that govern employee behavior. The person in charge of the corporate compliance function should first identify the policies in place by utilizing a gap analysis to catalog the existence of corporate policies across the company, noting policy gaps and inconsistent application of policies across various locations. The business units and functional discipline should be tasked with filling, the, with filling the gaps and standardizing conflicting policies. This exercise allows you to move forward to what is required to more fully operationalize compliance as you must know what you must be compliant with going forward. So how does one work with the business units and the functional disciplines to structure the identification of legal and compliance risks in a way that can be managed and utilized with some degree of ease. Here are a few questions that the compliance practitioner may pose to human resources to perform a gap analysis regarding policies and procedures. Does human resources have an inventory of policies, procedures, laws, and regulations covering employees and employment-related matters applicable to the company's business? If yes, do you have a specific person who is in charge of updating that inventory? If no, what system does HR utilize to ensure that it is aware of various compliance laws and regulations and has a process to comply with them? 
What evidence would HR be able to produce to the government to support a finding that the company has a solid program for compliance in the HR function? What types of compliance training are mandatory for all employees, which are optional, and how does HR track and document completion and, more importantly, their effectiveness? How is the training performed? Is it provided in the native language of the employee or only in English? What types of enforcement actions predominate in the compliance arena for your industry or where your organization does business? How is such data tracked in your company? Are the HR employees specifically trained to understand the compliance requirements applicable to your organization? Does HR provide senior management with periodic updates on the monitoring of results, key risks, and compliance violations within human resources? Has HR established some type of escalation criteria to ensure that high-risk compliance issues are reviewed at the appropriate level of management? Does HR have compliance monitoring standards in place? If so, when was the last time those monitoring standards were tested? If not, why not, and can you justify that decision in writing? Does HR perform periodic audits to ensure that the policies and procedures are being complied with going forward? Has there been a second set of eyes on HR hiring, discretionary bonus awards, and promotions, all from the compliance perspective? Has HR audited its own files to determine that all steps in the hiring life cycle were taken for each employee, particularly those from outside the United States or who may be sons and daughters of customers or potential customers? These are only a few of the questions you want may want to ask to begin the process of assessing how compliance and the role of human resources apply to your organization. My final suggestion is to work with HR to create a consolidated human resources compliant audit checklist that can be used to audit and document the company's HR compliance program. The key to compliance, in my opinion, is to have the proper structure to identify the issues implement policies and procedures to address the issues, and audit audit for compliance. And of course, document, document, document. So what are the three key takeaways from today's episode? Well, the first one is that a gap analysis is a key component in the risk assessment process. A gap analysis can be used in a wide variety of disciplines, and it certainly can be used in the human resources compliance functions, uh, and how they interplay as well. Number two, the ultimate responsibility for compliance should lie with the business units and the functional disciplines to more fully operationalize compliance, yet HR deals with these business units all the time in the life cycle of HR or employment relations. So HR would be well-suited to handle these issues, but the key is to understanding where there might be gaps in the controls around them. And finally, the role of compliance in all of this is to provide oversight and to provide subject matter expertise and to coordinate with HR around any gap analysis, gaps that may exist, and then remediating any gaps on a go-forward basis. I think you will find that HR is certainly open to this, and anything you have done, be sure and document, document it, document for regulators. 
Thank you for joining me on this exploration of the role of HR in a best practices and fully operationalized compliance program on the February edition of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. Thanks so much for listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.